Welcome to the show, everyone. It's your host, Brandon Hagel, alongside Connor Moffitt with your Mountville Fantasy Football League podcast. Just us today, Connor. Yeah, back to the original two. No CK today. Probably back next week. But um, yeah, let's get into this one. Um, week nine in the books. Only four weeks to go in this entire entire year. It's flying by. Yeah, it really is. I mean, when you look back at it, I remember week one, we were so excited to start it up, and it's already week nine. Um, crazy how time flies. Well, it's going to be week 10. Yeah, it's already past week nine. It's crazy. So let's let's go over these week nine uh, matchups here. Bandits, get the big win. I called it. I was hopeful thinking, and it happened. Bandits put up 132 points, beat the Land Sharks, uh, who scored 104. What was this upset? Like, what, what caused this? Uh, well, I mean, Matt Ryan, I mean, he played great, and Bandits had a solid supporting cast around him, I think, that led the way. Landshark's been struggling. I think that's, what, four straight losses for them? And, I mean, you don't want to see that if you're the Landshark's owner. Yeah, four straight losses for the Landshark's at one of the worst times. Um, They're still comfortably, for now, two games ahead of the Bandits and TV remote, still in the uh, the playoff spot there. But not a great thing for them. Really falling out of the one seed now and four straight losses. So not a great performance there with 104 points. And the Bandits, as the owner, that feels great. Getting our second win of the year. It's been a rough year for us. But it feels really good to get that second win against the division rival. And uh, we're not out of it yet. We're still going to keep fighting. And that was a big win for us. We're back in it. Two games back of the number two seed, actually. So it's great. Yep. And uh, next we got Moose in Pennsylvania. Very good matchup here. Um, unexpected from Pennsylvania to uh, play with Moose in this tight. I mean, it came down to Sunday night. Uh, I think Pennsylvania needed 16 points combined from Antonio Brown and Will Lutz. And... They couldn't get it done. Um, disappointing as a team in the South, but it is what it is. Yeah, this one was the closest matchup all week. Came down to the very end. Came in the last seconds of the Sunday night game, actually. They were uh, in field goal range, but did not need to take the field goal there for the Saints. Uh, Will Lunch did his part. Antonio Brown couldn't get enough points, though, and the Pennsylvania ba- uh, just barely loses to Moosin, and the South takes another game ahead of the North. Uh, no surprise there, but it was a close matchup. Moosin on a roll now. And Pennsylvania, as he said last week on the podcast, he said two things. Mark his words. One, Jamichael Hasty will score 15 points, which I think he put up 2.3. So he was incorrect about that. And the other, Dalvin Cook. Oh, Dalvin Cook, he's projected only, uh, or he's projected 25. No way he gets more than that. And I think Dalvin got 36 or 37. So. As he always says, if I jinx myself, oh well. Yeah, he's been known to jinx a little bit and call things uh, too early. But, um, yeah, big loss for Pennsylvania. So him and the Landsharks stay tied and give hope to the teams below them, uh, TV Remote and the Bandits. So I uh, feel great about that one. Uh, Moose been playing really well lately. They're the only ones hanging with um, – the Red Roses, if it wasn't for them, uh, they'd be had a lot. The Red Roses had the number one seed locked up. So Moosin playing some great football lately. Get the big win there. And then in the next matchup, another North battle, we had the Playboys versus TV Remote. Uh, nothing too crazy here. Playboys, as you expect, take the 129 to 105 win. TV Remote drops another game, and they uh, continue to struggle, as expected. Uh, Playboys, nothing, 130, solid week. So they, they take the first seed. By two games, I believe, in the North now. So they're playing really well, uh, number one in the North. 
Yeah, I mean, Playboy's obviously lost Chubb and Eckler for a significant amount of time. And what are they, 6-3, and three, I think? Yeah, but they've been playing a lot better than I think what we expected. Yeah. They really they picked that up, so they're doing great. And Nick Chubb also returning this coming week, Week 10. So it'll be interesting to see how much he gets used because uh, Kareem Hunt's been playing well. So um, I would imagine they would split some time. But good sign for the Playboys. Yeah, I think the Playboys really during this stretch. They need some guys to step up because a lot of people were doubting them. I, th- I personally thought... Uh, they have a chance to drop out of the playoffs in the North, but instead they're rising to the number one seed comfortably. And I think it's because DK Metcalf and Josh Allen have been two studs all year, really, carrying that team. Yeah, for sure. And then next, uh, we have Red Roses and the Chosen Ones. Red Roses win 129-111, to 111, uh, improving to 8-1 and one on the year. They're looking really good, Connor. Yeah, they keep rolling 8-1. and one. I mean... It's rare to see that kind of record. Um, they did it the first year. The Red Roses going eleven and two, but this is another great season they're having. They're really, nothing's slowing them down at this point. Eight and one, they keep rolling along. Look like they're destined to get this number one seed for sure, unless something crazy happens. I know Moosen's on their tail. Um, Playboys a little bit, but I would imagine they're going to continue to have success and get that one seed. Red, uh, the chosen ones, they dropped their fourth straight, I believe. So the chosen ones and Land Sharks two of the favorites early on struggling both losing four in a row and this might be more costly for the chosen ones than it is the land sharks as they are now no longer in the south playoff picture yeah surprising um waking up this morning looking at those standings and not or and seeing the chosen ones not in the playoff picture uh big surprise there because they started form one i want to say looked Incredible compared to every other team, but look at that. Four straight losses can boot you right out of the playoffs. Yeah, they're not out of it by any means, obviously. A lot of, a lot of um, time left here, but putting up 111 points, also not a great week. It's okay. I think that's like an average week. Um, we know they've struggled in some of the previous weeks putting up low numbers, like really low, um, 74, 84. But, yeah, back over 100, but not getting the job done here. Um it's a mediocre week, so Red Roses continue their success. Chosen ones lose another. And then the last matchup we have was Sea Strike and Money Longer. Sea Strike, another big win, 141 to 105. Um, last week was his first week or first win ever against Money Longer, and he does it two weeks straight. So, I mean, if you're a Sea Strike uh, owner coming from last in the division to third in the division in the past two weeks so i mean that's big for him patrick mahomes and tyreek hill that's all i gotta say about that one um they came through for him um two great weeks in a row playing his rival here who never beat him before oh and four gets two wins there uh, two wins against the money longer in a crucial time like you just said he was last place um thinking about the next moves if he didn't win some games he might have to look ahead to the future, but instead he fights back and now sitting there all alone in third place, I believe. So great sign for the C-Strike. Money longer, more frustration there. Um, the preseason favorite coming in with that loaded roster just hasn't panned out. Zeke hasn't been the player uh, everyone expected him to be. He got rid of Godwin there in a trade who wasn't that great this year. Um, McCaffrey was hurt, although McCaffrey is a great sign for him. Came back and looked like he was unbelievable again. So that's a good sign for Money Longer. But still, not not what they wanted this year. Now losing two in a row in a crucial time to their rival. Very frustrating for them. And um, now they're out of the playoffs as well. 
Yeah, I mean, looking ahead, uh, I know the Chosen Ones have a easier schedule coming up here. Um, I'm not sure about Money Longer and Sea Strike, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting these next four weeks, see what happens with um, those three teams at the bottom. Yeah, so now let's check out these standings here in the north. Playboys, 6-3, and three, two games up in the lead in the north with four to play. It's theirs to lose, I think, in the north, going for the one seed, uh, proving the doubters wrong, coming in as the ninth best odds. Look at them going for the one seed in the north, so where do you go, Playboys? And then we have at four and five, both Pennsylvania and Landsharks. Uh, Pennsylvania is ahead of them in the points for tiebreakers, so they're holding second place, and Landsharks on the four-game losing streak at four and five. Um, in third place, then the Bandits are now in fourth place in the north, no longer the last team in the league as they pass TV remote. Both TV remote and Bandits are two and seven, but the Bandits have the points for a tiebreaker now, so that feels great. We're out of that 10th spot. And then for the south, we have Red Roses at eight and one, um, Moosin at six and three, Sea Strike five and four, uh, and Chosen One's money longer, four and five, but Chosen Ones has over, he's 102, exactly, 102 um, more points scored. And, yeah, and the Red Roses have the most points scored in the league with Moose in, um, in second there and then Chosen Ones. But, I mean, so Chosen Ones has the tiebreaker right now. So, like, if they are tied with C-Strike and Money Longer, I mean, C-Strike is catching him. But if those three teams have the same record, Going into week um, 13, it will be interesting because, like I just said, the points for between C-Strike and Chosen Ones especially is very close. Yeah, so let's, let's take a look at the big picture here. Um, obviously, everyone's goal, you want to win the championship, right? So, But before you can do that, you got to get in the playoffs. So first step is getting in the playoffs, and right now no one has clinched yet. Mathematically, no one has clinched yet, but looking at this, you can see the Playboys are at 6-3. and three. And for them to fall out of the playoffs, they would need either the Bandits or a TV remote to catch up and knock them out, right? Because they need to be in the top three. So, and they are up four games on both those teams and have a big points for tiebreaker against them. So, there's, they're up four games with four to play. So, all they need is both Bandits and TV remote to lose, or if they win this week, they're in the playoffs. They clinch, so... When even so, it looks like they're going to be in most likely. It's probably a 99.9% chance there, especially with the points four. But mathematically not in yet. So very close there for the Playboys. And then the Red Roses, same exact situation, just with different records. They are four games ahead of the Chosen Ones and Money Longer, which is who would need to catch them for them to knock out of the playoffs. So same exact thing. And they have the points four, up four games with four to play. So Red Roses and Playboys can both clinch the playoffs with a win this week or with some help. So it's exciting for them. About that time to clinch some playoff spots. No one has yet. And then let's look up north here. Four and five for Pennsylvania and Land Sharks with the two and seven Bandits and TV remote behind them. Um, this is going to be interesting. Four weeks to play. They have a two-game lead. They're going to need – all they need to do is win a couple games or have the Bandits and TV remote to lose a couple – but as the Bandits owner, we're thinking here, we just need, we got to take care of our business. And then with the tough schedules of Winston Land Sharks, they lose three or four or something like that, we have a shot at it. So that's very, very close there. Anything can happen still. Um, and then the South, it's closer. Moose in at six and three there. Um, 
and Sea Strike at five and four, meaning that the Chosen Ones are money longer, nowhere near out yet. Uh, one game back of that playoff spot. So a lot of time left here, but Red Roses and Playboys knocking on the door. Yeah, and we'll have to see, like you said, this week 10, a win from each team clinches them in that uh, playoff spot. And I know both teams, obviously as the Red Roses manager and owner, we need a win this week to get that guaranteed playoff spot. So yeah, You always want to secure that playoff spot because crazy things can happen, but obviously looking like the playoffs are definitely going to happen for them. They're more focused on the one seed, I think. But like we said, we've been talking about we 10 now. 10 and 11 are crossover time. It's no more division. It's all about the crossover. This can be huge for some teams and really bad for some other teams. Um, let's take a look at these matchups. All right, so we got Moosin and Bandits. And uh, as of now, Moosin is a 73-point favorite, but I believe Bandits probably have many guys on by that haven't submitted a lineup in there yet. So, um, I mean, I would have imagine that will be closer as it comes to Thursday and Sunday especially. Yeah, we have a bunch of guys on by here um, as the band is owner. It makes me a little worried. Um, well, not a bunch of guys. We have some, but our main issues here are quarterbacks and tight end. That's the position we're going to have to focus on here. But, yeah, big matchup with Moosin. Moosin playing really well. Band is trying to keep fighting. So, uh, good good crossover there. A lot of uh, teams rooting for each other. I'm sure Red Roses are rooting for well, – Obviously, all the South teams are going to root for the North, and the North's going to root for the South. So I don't really have to say that. They're all going to be rooting against the, their own division. Um, next matchup, C-Strike versus Landsharks. C-Strike without the Chiefs. Do you think that they can pull this one out without their star players? Um, I mean, it's a possibility. But as of now, Nick Foles is their starting quarterback, and that is sad. Yeah, that's that's two things to keep track of here. Uh, the Bandits and C-Strike right now don't really have a quarterback for this week. Um, the Bandits have Baker Mayfield, but like he's on COVID, you know, so I'm not sure if he's even going to play. And then C-Strike has Nick Foles, and these are two huge games for both these franchises. So this is very interesting to keep up on. Obviously not the best week for those Chiefs to be on a bye, but um, – Good news for the Landsharks. They don't have to go against that deadly combo. But, yeah, huge matchup here. Obviously, for a lot of teams, Bandits are going to want Seastrike to win. Um, yeah, just really, really big matchup there with two teams who are right in the mix. Yeah, and, I mean, that will be a good matchup there because, like you said, if the North wins, if Landsharks win there and Seastrike takes a loss and then Chosen Ones and Money Longer both win, boom, there goes – I'm. Money longer and C strike then are out of it, and chosen ones would be right back in there. But yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see what happens there, and then yeah. So then the next match we got money longer and Wentz. Um, money longer four point eight point favorite. Yeah, this is another one of those games similar to C strike and Land Sharks, I think, um, where it features one of those teams in the north who is in the playoffs right now by two games, and then one of those South teams who's really fighting for their life down there. Um, but, you know, the record in the South and the North is really favored in the South. So I'm really, really curious to see what's going to happen here, if it's going to be like a clean sweep for the South or if it's going to be closer. I actually wouldn't be surprised if it's closer this week or maybe even a North gets the three wins, which is more. But I don't know. We'll see. Um Yeah, it's a really big match. If Money Longer loses this one, serious trouble. Once Sylvania loses this one, to continue to choke, especially if the Bandits or TV remote win, they're creeping up on them. So 
that's really big there. And then we have the chosen ones and the Playboys. Not as big of a game for the Playboys. They're looking good up there. Um, but, I mean, it could really get them closer to clinching that one seed, get the first round by, and the chosen ones trying to snap that four-game losing streak. Uh, really big game for them. And then rounding out the week, we have probably a game that seems – like a blowout, you the best number one team versus number the 10 team, best versus worst here, Red Roses versus TV Remote. Um, I think this one is going to be all as expected here, but you never know, I guess. So that's the one I would think that's not, not the least interesting because it, it does um, hold implications. Like the Red Roses win this in the, the, in the playoffs and on track for that number one overall in the, in the league. So... But it should be a blowout, in my opinion. Yeah, so you want to go over predictions? Yeah, let's do predictions now on the big crossover. Let's see what we're we're expecting here. All right, so Moose and Bandits. um, I'm just going to go with Moose here. Uh, I think, obviously, Moose is a better team, but anything can happen. Yeah, um, Moose playing really well. Um, Obviously, as the Bandits owner, I know. I've just checked it out. He's without Todd Gurley, but other than that, it's the only real player he has on a bye, so he's looking at pretty full strength here. Um, as when the Bandits are some guys on a bye, they need to figure something out here with a tight end and quarterback. But I think it could be a close matchup, and I'm going to take the Bandits again. I think they're going to fight. I told you my bold prediction last week is that the Bandits make the playoffs, and they're one step closer to that. So I'm taking the Bandits here in a tough-fought game. They're going to get another win, two in a row. Sea uh, strike land sharks. I'm gonna go with land sharks uh, just because Mahomes and Hill are both on by. I think Sea strike will struggle this week without those two because I mean the past two weeks they really carried him. So I think land sharks. Uh, I won't go a big like a dominating win for land sharks, but I'll just say a land sharks win. Okay, yeah, this one is one of the more interesting ones. I think also. Like I just mentioned in the previous game, C-Strike, the quarterback position, is going to be big here. He has wide receivers that can fill in for Tyreek Hill, I think. He has like a very strong receiver core still. So I think that won't be the problem. I think it just depends who's he going to get for his quarterback, whether he's going to make a trade or not before the deadline, um, or if he's going to go with Foles. I don't know about that one. So um, that's very interesting to see. Lance Jones from the four-game losing streak need a win. I think... Let me put it this way. I think if C-Strike's quarterback, whoever it is, I'm not sure it's going to be. If they get over 20, I think the C-Strike take this one, actually. But if they don't, I'm going Land Sharks. So I'm going to make a prediction here. I think that C-Strike will find a serviceable quarterback. And I think they're going to pull this one out. I think it's going to be the closest game of the entire week, and I think the C-Strike win. All so right. Dis- disagree with both of those so far, but we'll see. It's, they're, they'll be, they're, they're tight games. They'll be close. And then we got Money Longer, Wensylvania. Wensylvania, um, I mean – Lost this past week, but still... Running back's coming back, I think. Yeah, still put up 129 points, too. Um, I think if Christian McCaffrey plays this week, which I have a feeling he will, I I have a feeling money yeah. longer. Why, is, why would he not play? Uh, He's day-to-day, yeah, yeah. He hurt his shoulder, but he got hurt during the game and still played. So I, th- I think he will play. Um, I'm going to go money longer here. Okay, money longer. This is another one, as I've been really studying it up now, as the business manager, um, focusing on Pennsylvania and land sharks a lot. Money longer, no Zeke this week, but he benched him anyway, who hasn't been having a great year. So he's looking at um, to Antonio Gibson and uh, McCaffrey as his lead guys there, and he also has David Johnson 
So his wide receivers aren't looking great. He has McLaurin and uh, I think John Brown in right now, but he has Boyd as the option if he wants um, on his bench right now. So money longer, not looking like the team we thought they were going to be. I think they're a little weaker, but Wentzylvania, I don't think, I don't know. This is another tough one. Um, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping Money Longer wins it, but I have, my gut's telling me Wentzylvania's going to take it with her two running backs uh, back, so I'm going to go Wentzylvania here. <clears throat> All right, uh, then we got Chosen Ones and Playboys. Uh, chosen Ones, not even a one-point favorite. Um I'm still going to go with the South here, and I'm going to go with the Chosen Ones. Yeah, this is one of those games. I think it's just South takes over, North-South. Um, even though it's the North number one team, <laughs> we're the best team up North playing against a non-playoff team in the South. I don't care. I think the South, the Chosen Ones, bounce back after four straight losses. They need it. I think they're going to get it here um, against the Playboys. And then the last matchup, we got Red Roses and TV Remote. Like you said, I mean, I think this one – uh, is probably the least um, what's the word exciting, maybe yeah. just because of the two, the difference in the two teams. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Red Roses. Yeah, I think Red Roses in a in a blowout here. I don't think this one. I can't see it being close. Um, yeah, Red Roses. Some notable players out for TV remote. Uh. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Hayden Hurst, and then like an IDP. Yeah, but. so with a depleted team as well. Just I think this one is going to... Yeah. Gonna, Although Mostert will, I think, come back this week. So he should have him, Kenyon Drake, and uh, Kareem Hunt as his running backs. But Chubb's coming yeah. back also. So Hunt won't be that full workhorse like he has been in previous yeah, weeks. Yeah, I guess you never know in fantasy. It could be like one of the like best-case scenario for TV. It could be like one of those 120 to 115 games, hopefully, for him. But, yeah, I see Red Roses in a, in a blowout here. So those are our predictions for Week 10. Obviously, each week we keep going. We say it's big, but, I mean, it gets bigger each and every week. A lot of must-win games here um, for a lot of teams. Again, also, this week, this Thursday, we have the trade deadline. So let's talk a little bit about that. What teams – let's go to the standings here and let's look at this. What teams uh, do you think need to make a trade? What teams – what will they trade for? And what do you expect to like see in this trade deadline? Um, I mean, every year, everyone around the league has high hopes that there's going to be a lot of trades. And I think every year we all know one trade at max. I mean – we all get our hopes up, like, saying it's a big day, big this, big that, and, yeah, and it's just a letdown every year. So, so you're not expecting too much with this deadline? I know this, no. is like, this is the time to really re-gear and get ready for the playoffs, but you're not expecting much. No, personally, I think um, I think there shouldn't be a deadline at all. It's dynasty football. Um, the only time that I would say potentially there should be is the playoffs, and that's just because – but you also, the commissioner also has that um, ability to veto like a trade if it's lopsided. So personally, I think there shouldn't be a deadline at all. More trades would get done, I think. Whereas like when you just have one deadline, yeah, you could be in talks with someone. But like the odds of that trade actually going through are just low. So I'd say one at most gets through before right, the deadline. So you're not, you're not very confident with this. I think... Some teams, I'm going to highlight some teams that I think need to get something done. Um, 
first off, we touched I touched on it a little bit with the schedule. I think the Bandits and C-Strike need to get a quarterback figured out for this week. I'm not sure if that will be happening in a trade or not, uh, but I think that's very important for both of them to figure something out. I know there's a few quarterbacks on the market, a lot of backups um, that are available for cheap. So I'm not, I'm not saying anything big is going to happen, but I think there will be a few little trades here, which each team needs to do to really help them. Um, I would think, I don't know. Th- so the main thing going around now is with the Land Sharks, right? We have the Land Sharks with Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson, and they've made it clear. They, they've made it clear to the league that they want one of them gone by Thursday night. Uh, what do you think about this one? Um, two star quarterbacks, two of the best in the league, selling one of them. So this is this is a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, there has been more on the streets. A lot of people have been in talks for Russell Wilson. It'll be interesting to see, though, if, if he doesn't get traded, what will he do? Will he cut him? I mean, I doubt it, but, I mean, who knows? I mean, you never know. But uh, He's not cutting, though. He's, he really wants them out because I think the thing with the Land Sharks – they really need some more help as they lost four in a row. They're really trying to get themselves ready for the playoffs, as they usually do. Um, for example, last year, they brought up Lamar Jackson in the playoffs, which was a crazy move to think, using him only for a few games, but it helped them get that championship. So he's looking to re-gear and make a really big move, I think, to get ready for this, this playoff run and hopefully get to, vet, to defend his championship. So that's what's going on with there. I think the three teams in the market for him, um, I think the front runners here, are the chosen ones in Money Longer. Both of them needing a quarterback after Dak goes down, and then Money Longer just hasn't had consistent quarterback play all year. So what do you think about those two landing spots for either Russ or Lamar? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I certainly think a healthy chosen ones roster with Russell Wilson would be scary. Um, Money Longer, I mean, they could use him, but I just don't know what they would give up, really, because I know – they're high on a lot of guys on their team. So, personally, I don't see a trade happening there. Chosen ones, I could potentially see. Um, but, I mean, I guess we have to wait and see. Yeah, so those are the two teams I've heard are, are in talks. Um, I also heard the Bandits. Obviously, we were interested in that um, just because the quarterback play there, Matt Ryan on the bye, and every week's a must-win now. So, um I know they might be interested. I think those are the only three teams that would really make a move for one of those star guys who he really made it clear he wants them gone. Yeah, and also, um, and I, for sure, to uh, end with that, Connor, I think they're, Russell Wilson, I think, will be the one that gets traded just because he's only on a two-year. So, like, if he gets rid of Lamar, he only has Russell Wilson for one more year. And it, uh, I, not that I know of, I don't think he is, like, a rookie quarterback on his taxi or anything so i think russell will be the guy that he will trade yeah that's what makes it difficult then too because he's trying to trade russell but he's only on two years at this point only a year and a half you know so that has to decrease his value i think but he yet against the number one quarterback in all fantasy right now i think so that makes it a very difficult trade like how much do you want to give up for him i know if it was one of the contenders trading for him i guess it's worth it to try to win this year but it's not like Red Roses aren't the ones looking for it. Moosin's not looking for it. Playboy's not looking for it. So the teams that are trying to trade for him are teams that are out of the playoffs right now, all three of those teams. Bandits, Chosen Ones, are money longer, all out of the playoffs. So it really is a risk. If you're going to give up a good amount for a quarterback on one and a half years, 
you better make the playoffs or else it's just a waste and it's just one year. Uh, so it's very risky there. I think that's very that's something interesting to think about and what I think makes the trade uh, really tricky there for Russell Wilson at least. Um, also, don't be surprised. Red Roses may get another running back here because they've been struggling with the running back play. I mean, Derrick Henry had a bad week, but he's been fine, like very good otherwise. But Montgomery, I mean, Red Rose, as the owner of them, I mean, I've been high on him since I drafted him and I mean with that pitiful line they have and yeah I mean I thought he'd be a lot better but he's been struggling and Ronald Jones now ever since Fournette came back has been struggling so and then last week started Justin Jackson he got hurt on the first play of the game so yeah don't be surprised he they could get a running back there yes that's one of those things as the as the Red Rose is looking at the favorite right now I mean, it looks like a good thing to do is go out and try to do everything you can to get your lineup set and ready to go for the gauntlet of the playoffs. So, yeah, no surprise there. Uh, Moosin, one of those teams probably going to make the playoffs. I don't know about them, though. I think they have, they're have they pretty set here with Dalvin and at least Gurley, James Conner at the running back position, and their wide receivers are pretty deep as well. So I don't think they need to make any moves, really. I'd be surprised if they do. Um, they also don't have much to give up, either. They don't have picks. Yes, yeah, so I, so. I don't think they would be doing anything there. Um, C-Strike, maybe, like I said, for a quarterback. Uh, for this week on the bye, when Mahomes is on the bye, maybe something for a running back, but probably not. Um, chosen ones, money longer, talked about them. And then I'll be interested to see something about Wentzylvania. I know Wentzylvania is trying to make some moves, like to make those trades. Um, and the Playboys, too, really, because their quarterback is set pretty well. But with their running back position, I'm not sure. They've been struggling. I know. They getting they've been a while since they got double digits there for the Playboys. So maybe he wants to make a move and get another solid running back to come back with Chubb to really push for a championship this year. So I'll be interested to see if Playboys and Wentzelvania make any moves. And I would think also Austin Eckler will be coming back shortly. I mean, there's no set timetable because I literally haven't heard anything since he got injured. So I mean, I would imagine it's what been like six plus weeks since he's played. So. I would imagine he'd be coming back here shortly within the next few weeks before playoffs maybe. But, I mean, I don't know. if Once he gets him back and Chubb this week, I think his team will be in a good uh, position there for the playoffs, as you said. Yeah, so I think those are some of the moves you can expect or maybe not. Like you said, maybe nothing's going to happen. But I think some teams definitely should consider um, gearing up and really – getting ready for the playoffs and the, the final push there. So um, I think that's it for this episode. Is there anything else you want to touch on? Um, no, not really. Not that I know of. Yeah, so uh, Week 10 coming at you soon. Um, exciting time. Playboys, Red Brothers going for the playoffs. And a few teams trying to jump in there and some teams holding on for dear life. So uh, thanks for tuning in this time, guys. Uh, make sure you come back next time to see if there are any trades did happen at the deadline. We'll talk about that, and then we'll go over this uh, big week here, the crossover week. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yep, we'll see you next time.